Hello ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Acting Inspired with me, Lewis Goody. Very exciting today, I have a guest once again, I have two guests in fact. They go by the names of Nathan Coonan and John Totsi. Uh, they are both actors and they have recently set up their own theatre company called Paper Creatures Theatre and they will be putting on their first show at the Tristan Bates Theatre as a part of the Camden Fringe Festival uh, this coming summer. God. That was so concise. I'm never that good. I just totally ruined it. Anyway, uh, I had a good chat with these guys. Uh, Nathan got in touch with me after Ken Ray, a teacher we shared at the Guildhall School of Music and Drama, t- t- told him to get in touch with me. And I was flabbergasted, flattered. I was chuffed. They, uh, Nathan went to Ken for some advice about a press release the, the guys were doing. And uh, talking about getting themselves out there, getting their name out there and and, uh, the idea for Paper Creatures Theatre out there a little bit more. And Ken suggested they come and chat to me on the podcast. So they did. He called me and we set up a meeting and we recorded the podcast today, Tuesday this is. We recorded the podcast last night, yesterday. Fuck. We recorded the podcast yesterday. Uh, it was really cool. These guys are inspiring. They're passionate. They're excited about the project that they're doing. They're passionate about new writing, passionate about theatre, and making sure that there is a voice out there for everyone. And they want to bring theatre to to everyone, um, not just one select kind of demographic, I guess. But I will let them do all the talking. It'd be nice to give you a break from me. I've had a good week. I've been down in Devon helping my dad out on a building site. And so that was fun, and uh, seeing some family and friends, it was really nice. And I haven't really thought about anything for those few days. Just kind of working for my dad, chilling with the family, and forgetting about everything else. And then I drove my bike back up to London yesterday, and I'm back in it. Doing the pod, went to the theatre last night, you know, this and that. Kai is away somewhere, so I'm all on my lonesome. But it's all fun and games, you know. It means I can get away with playing the PlayStation for five minutes without feeling guilty about it because there's no one there to witness it. Ha! Anyway, yeah, without further ado, I bring to you the founders of Paper Creatures Theatre Company, Nathan Coonan and John Totsi. Enjoy. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Nathan? Yes. John? Yes. What's your... Okay. Nathan, tell me a bit about yourself. Who are you? What are you doing? What's going on in life? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, My name is Nathan Coonan. I'm originally from Australia. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been in the UK uh, for about five years as an actor. And uh, I've recently uh, started a theatre company uh, dedicated to new writing with uh, this lad here. Yeah, he sounds so much more exotic than me. He's <laughs> Australia. Um, so I'm John Totsi. I'm um, I'm an actor as well, uh, and I am a London boy, born and bred, Southgate, North London. Um, and yeah, we kind of we met uh, doing a tour, doing a Shakespeare tour, open air tour with the Lord Chamberlain's men mm. last oh. summer. Yeah, uh, long tour, four months, and 
we end, ended up you have to share rooms every night yeah and we ended up just kind of rooming together all the time and this was birthed yeah, yeah. was um we'll get into that in a second because yeah, I, yeah. I just wanted to get get to know you two a little bit first cool. what what um was tom lincoln on that show so tom lincoln was the year before year before yeah tom i just Lincoln's. i literally just got i had two recalls there just, just for the one that's about to, that's yeah, rehearsing now, yeah, yeah. nice. and uh, lost out on the last, on the last, uh, the last step. stint of it. Yeah, exactly. That's, it's okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> on, you just brought it all back to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, okay, so cool. When did you graduate from Guildhall? I graduated uh, 2015. Ah, cool. I for some reason I had in my head that you were like from before. No, uh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Facial hair now, which gosh, yeah, mature looking dude. I only I saw thought. it today as well. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? <laughs> I'm saying, John, it's the the facial hair's born out of like a new look and just laziness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can always get away with it. Classic. You can, can yeah. you? It's a new look. <laughs> and what, what about you, John? You, so, did you go to drama school or anything? I did. Like yeah, that? I graduated yeah. from Mountview in 2014. Amazing. So I've been out for three years now. Yeah, cool. And that rocky ride that we all experienced. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, we're on it. Yeah. And how how you uh, how is the road for you so far? The road for me has been great, actually. No, I've been very happy yeah. um, with it. I mean, obviously, it's the acting industry. It has its ups and downs. I kind of fell into a tr- a classical theatre yeah. quite early on. Mm-hmm. My first gig was doing Romeo and Juliet in Verona. Wow. Playing Romeo, which That's was pretty cool. fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, just to be able to do the balcony scene with the balcony oh. there. What company like, was that with? That was with King's Theatre Portsmouth. Oh, and wow. it was with an association with Teatro Stabile Verona. And that was... Sorry, I'm Italian. Yeah. <laughs> and that was probably <laughs> awful. I'm so fucked up. But, um, it's like, wow. Yeah. And it was a collaboration. So we were there for a month and just... Well, just over a month, actually, doing that show. Amazing. It was promenade through the streets of Verona. Oh, ended my in. God. I that mean, for a first job, I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That is and then sick. I ended up doing a bit of Brecht and then Chamberlain's Men yeah. um, and amongst that doing the odd front of house shifts at yeah, the Savoy yeah. Theatre as you do course, yeah. um, which was actually a really good one for me because I worked in their kind of like VIP lounge yeah, yeah. which was great so I got to meet some incredible people VIP like, lounge? like I looked after like Judy Dench and Ray, Ray Fiennes and Graham Norton Hugh Jackman like you just <laughs> kind of go these people are just coming in to watch like Gypsy with Imelda Staunton and I'm just having to look after them and that was it was nice I mean some I didn't really talk acting with them because you don't that's a bit wanky yeah no it's, well do you I mean some people yeah. would say you should I don't know like, no, I just love the fact that I got to hug Hugh Jackman that that's was just something cool. he's a freaking top bloke. He, he, he's um, the kind of guy who you watch just in interviews and on stage you're just like I just, I just really want to sit down and have a beer and you know I did because yeah. my mum's a massive fan of his and I called her up straight after and I was like mum you won't believe what I looked after today and she, she was half asleep less and she was like no I don't know what and I was like guess one person that you, I could have looked after that you've been so jealous of she went not Hugh Jackman <laughs> And I went, yeah, and I hugged him and I squeezed his bicep because <laughs> I had to. And you I went back it, yeah. in the next that night and I was like, oh. she was like, you haven't washed your hand, have you? I was, like, I was like, no. And she was like, can I just, can I just, can I sniff it? And I was like, just, yeah, I just give it a little touch. And I was like, there you go, can I wash it? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, awesome. Yeah, no, and that, so yeah, I kind of lived the front of house lifestyle and it was, loved it. The yeah. team were amazing and I've got lifelong friends there and we had a great social life. But there came a point when we got the Chamberlain's Men gig where I just went, I'm getting a bit stuck. Yeah. As in, it's a lovely routine. Yeah, yeah. You get, you have your days free for auditions and all those things, yeah. and then you have an evening job, which yeah. is nice and solid. However, it can be a quite a toxic place. It never was at the Savoy actually when I was there. Yeah. yeah. But there were elements of points where you go, actually. Toxic in what way do you think? That you lose your drive. Right, right, right. Because you're so set. Right. In right. this routine, and actually, you can stop doing what you really want to do. And yeah. There were some people who, who are, are my friends who have worked there, and they've left now. And it's actually meant that 
they can creatively fulfill themselves in what they want to do, whether that's being a musician yeah. or being a dancer, doing musical theatre. And actually, it makes you more proactive when you kind of leave it and go, oh, fuck, what am I doing with the rest of my time? I need to do something. Yeah, and yeah. hence why doing this, comp- being making Paper Creatures at the moment has been great because I, I left there, did the tour, came back and was like, I don't want to go back there. Yeah. But I want to do something. And we kind of... Absolutely, man. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard on. But then again, never knock it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will never knock front of house. When people go, oh, I don't want to be just another actor who does front of house. It's great. Yeah. It's you can have a great social life and it's money that gets you by living yeah. in London and whatnot. But and you got your days free. You, you don't have to free juggle for shit for auditions and stuff. Exactly. So I never great. knock it. And people, yeah, people sometimes diss it, and I go, there are much worse jobs you could be doing. Totally. Um, and actually, it's quite nice being around people that are of that similar. Ilken absolutely mindset. Man. yeah, so, yeah um, and what about you Nathan what, how, how uh, this is like the worst question ever and I hate myself for even asking but how, how are you finding it you know I think it's important to us just for the yeah yeah, for yeah, the, yeah. of course yeah to find how we got, get get to paper creatures but, yeah um, definitely so how has your experience been since leaving Guildhall well it's interesting I so before Guildhall I um I'd, I'd, I'd worked a lot in film and TV in Australia yeah I moved to LA for three years amazing which was uh, interesting. Yeah. It was interesting. I love it. Uh, yeah, it, I think. Well, I think. I think people either like really love, really love LA, or yeah. they hate it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was kind of closer to the latter. <laughs> I, I think just like doing the grind there. Is, yeah, sure. Is, yeah, I didn't really rough. have that to be honest. So yeah, yeah. my girl. I went with my girlfriend, and she she yeah. was you know working doing work stuff out there right. I was just kind of surfing and sitting on the beach and I know I mean man life. like the days <laughs> I spent just like 5am at like Surfriders Beach in Malibu yeah, just is. until 12pm on my own just yeah, chilling right. watching all these like real like old 60 year old dudes yeah. leathery skin just like stepboarding yeah, 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 on yeah. these like glistening waves uh, that uh, those moments those those images are imprinted in my brain. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> three years though—that's a fucking long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, but um, yeah. How, how, sorry, go on. Carry well, on. yeah, and so then, uh, and then after the three years there, I, I, well, I can't. I kind of uh, like a couple of things like amalgamated, um, and it kind of I, I didn't really do didn't really do a lot of theatre, didn't really read many plays, didn't really know Shakespeare that much. Um, and then I started working with this one acting coach there, a guy called Larry Moss, and he, like, genuinely, it sounds kind of strange because I think here in the UK there's a lot more openness to theatre mm-hmm. from a young age because you've mm-hmm. got it here. Whereas yeah, yeah. growing up in Perth, Western Australia, there's a small theatre scene, but there's no need to see it. We're spoiled here, aren't we? You really are. Oh, you yeah, really totally, are. And yeah. then being in LA, let alone, mm. there's no... I'll take that back. There definitely is, and I have a lot of friends in there right. who are propelling forward this incredible theatre movement there. Mm-hmm. But it, there's no encouragement from the industry to go see it. Right. They have to work really hard to get audiences in. You see La La Land, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I have a point when lot I think. of about <laughs> them. But they they really portrayed it beautifully when she does that one woman show. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Well, she does this one woman show. No spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Um. And uh, no one comes, right? And um, which will not be the case for our debut show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try and uh, make that. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, uh, but yeah, I got in, involved with theatre a lot, and um, I saw Mike Rounds do Jerusalem yep. in uh, New York, and I thought, like, however he did that, I have to go figure that out. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, totally. And I looked up where he studied, and he went to drama school in the UK, and I thought, all right, I'm going to go there, and then I. 
got onto Guildhall, um, which, uh, well, I don't know if you found this when you went, but like instantly just went, oh, okay, there's there's a different vibe about this than yeah, yeah. the other ones that I went to. I didn't yeah, audition for that interview, actually. I didn't yeah, either. Shame. Yeah, I, I didn't really know. I was I was, had no idea about drama schools. I yeah. only auditioned at like RADA, Lambda, yeah. Guildhall, Bristol. I just bought a truckload of prospectuses, I think. Yeah, yeah see, that's smart. There was no other option for me, so I was like, just... Like I only want to go to drama school. I don't want to do anything else. Yeah. Every you get loads of perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Every single creative who I've met who've been to Mountain View since I've known about and since I met people from there, I've loved. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I think they're a good bunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I loved. Him. Yeah. What I loved about because I was quite fortunate. I got into quite a few schools, mm. um, and I had an option, which was nice. Yeah. Straight right. out of school, I was like, oh god. Yeah, nice. yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to say which ones I refused because it's not fair. I just felt like. <laughs> What I loved about Mountview was the vibe was it was all about what I could bring right. as an mm. actor, and it wasn't trying to mould me. And right. there were some schools which I felt like they just turn you into something, yeah, sure. and they push you out as a product. And actually, I loved that it was about my Hamlet's going to be different from anyone else's Hamlet because yeah. it's from my experiences, and that's one thing that always stuck by me. And I, yeah, I freaking loved it in that mm. um, in that grimy wood green building yeah. it's just it's something lovely and we were very fortunate at that point to have Stephen Jameson come on as principal of Mountview who kind of flipped everything on its head wow. and got in some great people so he he has the ethos of which is fantastic of bringing in new directors right. and new writers to do your third year shows because ultimately they're the ones who are going to hire you in the future so it's, it's... so I worked with some great directors who are currently doing stuff at the moment and it's not the in-house directors that some yeah, of yeah. have that. which I thought was amazing just to it's yeah. meeting new people totally, kind of yeah. vibing off of what they it's do it's networking without being all networking yes yeah. schmoozing, schmoozing or whatever that kind of side of it mm. yeah um, yeah I think that's great and I, I, yeah. I believe Guildhall has does has a similar vibe of that kind of thing yeah, Guildhall people outside great. directors people who are working as well and yeah, yeah. it's yeah, so, so important Guildhall, to not great. get stuck in it should always be a forward movement yeah um I think particularly particularly now with Guildhall as well, like there's some people in the faculty who are really pushing to get like new plays getting done there, yeah. like new writing, yeah. which I think is such a cool idea. The fact that you can uh, training in a school can premiere a play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that it's in our third year. So our second, so our first season was we did Richard II, Jerusalem, and we happy few which was great published yeah. plays. Our second season we rented out Shoreditch Town Hall, the main space in the yeah, Sunset, yeah, I know, yes. and we um did a new Terry Johnson play about Howard Hughes, which I was in, which was fantastic. They did a new, Analog came in and devised the play. Those, and then a new Stephen Jeffries play called, I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> the Art of War, I want to say. Um, Art of War, I think it was. And that was lovely, just to be part of a, we premiered it. And it was so funny, Terry Johnson was fantastic. He came into rehearsals every now and then. Oh, not mm. too often. And um, at the end of it, when he came to see the show, he just kind of went, yeah, I still don't know if it's a play. But it was nice to... <laughs> He was just like, I needed to see it. Yeah, and workshop, we, we tried our best to yeah. make it into a play, which I thought was, it was a great script. And mm. the life of Howard Hughes, I mean, fantastic. Yeah, totally. The Aviator, but a play. <laughs> um, and it was just fun. It was lovely that it's still a process. Yeah. It's still that kind yeah. of thing of, yeah, probably didn't actually. <laughs> no, I think it's more of a TV than a thing, but we just needed to At try least it he out. Knows. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was cool to, yeah, experiment with Oh, that. cool, man. Yeah, and and cool. so then you guys met on Lord Chamberlain's Men. Mm -hmm. yeah. What show were you doing? 
Much Ado About Nothing. Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah, yeah awesome. that summer comedy. I was, uh, mm-hmm. I was Claudio and he was my hero. Nice. Hero and <laughs> yeah, Graccio. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Donned Don yeah. dress, donned a corset. And Amazing. It was love at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spending many a travel spending many a travel lodge room shared. So yeah. just for my, uh, just for me to know what I'm missing out on, what, what, <laughs> how was the whole experience of that? Like, it seems like it's a, super ensemble kind of mm, vibe yeah. and in terms of not even just in terms of the acting but in terms of You're doing yeah. everything. getting to places and putting the set together yeah. and we are stage ma- we were stage managers we were set builders yeah. we were someone was in charge of doing the lighting and the cast it was very much a team thing wasn't it yeah you yeah, couldn't definitely. you couldn't not be a team player because yeah, it would bring the other because there were seven of us yeah and our um, director as well would come on the road sometimes okay cool and, um, is that Peter yeah, yeah. 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 so we'd be it was in, intense as hell. I, do you know what? I think I, I say to you, like, I think I learned more about myself as a person yeah, than yeah, as an actor. Because sure. yeah. it takes out a lot of you. However, glad I did it. Absolutely. That, that's the graph. That's the kind of graph. And the audiences were fantastic. We were playing to, I think our smallest audience was like 100. And that was a rare instance. Yeah, everything yeah. else was like, what, seven, 600, 500 people. Jesus I mean, Christ. big on the bloody voice. The yeah, vocal yeah, totally. effort you have to put in and yeah, like, yeah. training yourself. And no, no, none of us really got ill. The whole yeah. tour. I can't. I still can't, can't believe, never that. believe that. Like, you didn't have like a wave as soon as you finished. It didn't like. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I then, definitely did. I yeah, definitely did. Like, I think oh, we, when, when so. we did the European leg and we were in Holland, some people got a little bit ill. But yeah. I think we did. I still can't get over that. The whole time, when you got, you felt a little bit of a cold. You kind of sort it, but you had to get on with the job. Yeah. There was no understudies. I sure. I yeah. learnt ways to stave off colds that I will <laughs> carry for the rest of my life. Yeah, <laughs> go on. Just, just. Um, oh, uh, chamomile and honey tea instantly. Yeah. Um, uh, one of those like recharge uh, juices from Waitrose. Yeah, you always get those innocent smoothies. Skull them the innocent smoothies. Steaming and uh, and then just rest. just that and manuka honey as well. Rest, rest sleep, and water. Oh, yeah. People, yeah. people always Pissing say like you know if you're ill, just like drink lots of water. But actually, just if you water drown like two liters in the morning of water, just chuck that back yeah you, you, you're the music teacher telling me that like it's just water and rest water and rest you, you're why don't you so and it actually works if you <laughs> so yeah. then so where did the the inspiration or the first like idea so you, you came up with the idea for paper creatures on tour right or not or <sighs> or you came up with the idea for something or not do you know what i can't bloody remember it, we it was, kind of we used so to speak we, a lot about yeah we connect over Friday Night Lights. Have you seen that series? I haven't. Oh. Get on it now. Yeah, well, is it so British or is it no? It's in Texas, small town Texas. Okay, you know, well, go on. You're better at describing it, what Friday it, Night Lights is about. It's it's truly just it's it's about a small town, Dillon, Texas town. <laughs> a small town in Texas called Dillon. Yeah. Um, and it focuses around a high school football team. Right. And. What I think is so beautiful about it is that to this small town, Dylan, yeah. that football team means the world to everyone. That to some of the some every of the characters, person, every character, some of the characters like that's their way out. They're gonna go through college through that, and to others like that's where they find like meaning. And the others like you know they want to be like popular and yeah, yeah. or they just want to play football, whatever. But like every single person involved, even like the you know. Uh, the general townsfolk, like everybody loves it. Every Friday they're there, and it was, every the storylines are great. They they tackle so much. It's is five it a seasons. comedy? No, 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 <laughs> no. It's I, it's, it's a, a drama. Really. It's a drama. There is comedy in it. And yeah, sure, yeah. And so what's heartbreaking about it is that you kind of watch it. Well, I've, we found that we would watch it, 
and we go none of this really matters though like in 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 five years time when you've all graduated and you're on with your lives like all these relationships that you're building and all like these kind of you you'll forget about it and you'll just they'll just be nostalgic memories and it just brought me right back to my high school days and yeah yeah it was a good escapism for us i think when we were on tour after a long day going back to the travel lodge and just being like let's get your laptop up and watch yeah watch it we downloaded it and because and then yeah so it we talked a lot about that and how and also the acting's phenomenal and yeah. it's clearly improvised a lot right, of it right, as well right. there's obviously scripted moments but you can just see moments of that clearly wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. that wasn't rehearsed that was just happened there. and we talked a lot about why we like that mm. didn't we and, then, and and how simple it was there wasn't some kind of blockbustery thing they were just telling stories about people's lives yeah and I, that was something simple. that we loved and we bonded over we loved mm. and then we translated it to theatre I mean, like, we loved kind of, like, really simple um, stories that just kind of shared a portion of somebody's life. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's cool. Have, then, you, yeah. have you seen uh, High Maintenance? No. No. It's really good. It's like, a, not so much, I wouldn't say, like, in-depth stories about people's lives, but just really, uh, like, just a window in... To, it was a web series it started off as a web series um, on Vimeo and now it's an HBO series um, wow. about a weed dealer called The Guy it's not about him but it, it, he is the I don't know he's like what the reason we go into these people's lives yeah. so we would go to this one woman's house who um, she's got cancer and mm. she's you know dealing with that and she calls the guy to to get weed because she you know believes it helps with her whatever her symptoms yeah. so he comes over and then you you're then sort of invited into her life and then you just you just witness her and there's not even necessarily like a a crazy through line or anything but you you just witness this person for like a little while and it's not about mm. like it's not all about smoking weed and all that kind of I mean there is that in it but it's yeah. it's it's snapshot just, isn't it it's like a little snapshot into these people's lives and it's just well, incredible mm. yeah, I think it's great just to have these little windows into into real yeah, people. Yeah, definitely. And and I believe the way they they sort of write it is to. Um, I spoke to a guy in LA actually who knew someone who had, who who had been interviewed for the show, which was which meaning that they don't audition actors or they come up with their storylines for the people that they meet. So they call you in for a meeting and go, tell us about yourself. Like, who are you? What do you do? Like all this kind of stuff. Wow. And then they would write a little thing based on everything you spoke about, and then you'd be that guy. Holy um, crap, that's sweet. awesome. That's cool, right? I, wow. I mean, don't uh, that's, you know, just talking, so don't quote me on that. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's how he said it was, and, and I can believe it, because it's so it truthful, like and that. yeah, it's great. But anyway, awesome. I, I, I digress. No, um, yeah, it's good, definitely. It sounds like a similar thing. Sim- similar vibe. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then and we then, just, it essentially turned into, we have, we'd have days off from tour and like we went on a few theatre trips in those breaks if we had enough of each other already we just like oh let's go to theatre together and one day off theatre like, I know Jesus. right but we just went fuck it let's go <laughs> and um, saw some great things um, and we just got talking more and more and I'd always so I've basically I've saved money since yeah. I was like 14 <laughs> when I had like a paper round Amazing. and I'd always put a little bit away my parents always be like you know just put a little bit away you never know and I you were um, the smart one. Oh yeah I was the clever one at that point <laughs> not anymore because it's all gone but um, you go I, I did say to myself, I'd like to put some of this money I have in savings into something creative. Yeah. Because it would be a waste. Yeah, if yeah, not, Because sure. I'm too passionate not to just keep it. Yes, travel. I'd love to travel and that's what some of it will go to. And I just, I did flag up to Nathan. I was like, 
I do want to do something creative with this, maybe put on a show or whatever. And then I spoke to a friend who eventually is the guy who's wrote, written the play that we're doing. Okay. Just talking about stuff and what I'd like to achieve creatively. And then it was just like, well, Nathan seems like a freaking great guy to do it with. And we kind of just... Do you know what? There's not. A, I can't remember the specific moment I can't, that we had excited. Yeah, and it just kind of we went to the Hoxton Hotel in Hoburn one day. That was after the official. Tour. That was the official moment. meeting of us being like, "Listen, let's fucking put on a show." Okay, great. Yeah. Um, oh, do you know what? It's so hard to pinpoint. When it well, happened. yeah, I just remember that moment. We um, we we sat down. We what did we do? We get got ourselves a glass of red wine. Yeah, and we and we just said, okay, if we want to actually do this, if we want to start a company. Let's just brainstorm. Let's yeah. just throw it all against the wall, see what sticks. Yeah. What do we want to do with it? What are our ideas? What what's like our goal with it? Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, I think I think that's yeah. a big question. Is because if we if you want to do a theatre company, if we want to make work, I think an interesting question to ask is why. Yeah. What do you is want to bring just, to the table? Is it just for the sake of putting on a show? And that's or okay. Is it do you want, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. Or is it a longevity thing? And yeah. it's funny because I don't think we even knew what we would wanted to do. We were like, well, we essentially wanted to be in a play. So we were like, yeah. we love new writing. And that was something that was very prominent is, I think after doing four months of Shakespeare, you kind of go, yeah. oh, what, the new, what does new writing look like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you kind of go, yeah, that'll be. And there's the most amazing stuff on. There's yeah, rubbish um, stuff on as well. Oh yeah, in totally. certain people's opinions and whatever. But there's, it's better to trial it. Absolutely. And, see it. and there's some amazing voices out there. And we kind of went from there and we went to go see a few, after we finished tour, we just kept in touch really and yeah. went to a few theatre trips together, um, did bits and bobs and we just, yeah, we had that day where I've got it in my bag at the moment. It's like a big, in our, my booklet, just writing down stupid things like, yeah. what do you write? Um, bold, <laughs> insightful. All these like, things that we just wanted to, and it accumulated over time. It's funny just doing stuff, didn't it? I remember one, one show that we went to see together, Yerma at the Young yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it, it, that, that's kind of, uh, kind of, uh, I kind of reference it in my mind sometimes as the ultimate goal goal of what I'd love a paper creature show to be like, in the sense that the audience was majority young, yeah. our age. Yeah, yeah. There was such an energy. That's cool. And and it, and it, it was just so exciting to be part of, and yeah. we felt like we were witnessing something new all together at the same time that had never been seen before, and. It, it was just such an exciting yeah. trip. and you're I, educating yourself all the time yeah like going to new like when I when I came we came back from tour I heard that there was a play on at the bunker theatre which was yeah. this new theatre um, next to the many chocolate factory oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they were doing a play that transferred from Edinburgh called Skin a Cat mm. I was like okay so me and a friend went and I was like it was just an amazing space and an amazing play full of vibrant audience members and I was like cool I yeah. mean this is where I want to be not disregarding old, old, older people yeah, no, because no. I mean theatre's for everyone however well, the work we want to produce is something for our age yeah. our demographic and then that's when millennials kind of came into play yeah, and yeah, as yeah. much as we hate that term like, <laughs> it's, it's a term we're stamped with now oh, yeah, yeah. Totally, and yeah. for some reason we've got to go why yeah. And, so, yeah. yeah what do you do do you resist it or do you just embrace it and go okay that's who we are let's really reveal that to everyone, to the world, what that really means. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we're talking about today, there, there's sometimes a lot of misconceptions about what millennial and what the millennial generation is like. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. People who just are kind of stuck in their phone all the time yeah, or a yeah. bit disconnected and social media. But it, yeah. I think one of the first things that we talked about was that, you know, we grieve, we, 
we feel bliss, we feel joy, we get excited and we feel freaking angry. And yeah. We get all those things, you know, bubbling up and and we wanted to reveal that those kind of emotions and and go deeper into what it is like to be well, they're human, yeah, aren't they? And yeah. we are human, and whether you're a millennial or whatever the fuck, you yeah. know, you're. And that's the thing we never, and we've always said from the get go, our audience members, we're not just doing this for millennials. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone, we hope, we really hope that the work we produce is stuff that anyone can relate to. You yeah. will find something. You have that saying, "What is it? I, I am that, or whatever. What is it?" Oh, oh no! It was one of the first things we <laughs> found out at the Hoxton. We were, um, we want people to like be able to sit in the audience and be like. Um, I am that person, or I know exactly who that person yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, yeah, and he's the deep one who comes up with all of these. <laughs> I am. I am. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm um, but yeah, and it's a great, it's a great saying. It's like you, could, yeah, you know someone like that, or you are that person, and there's yeah. always something you can take from it. And um, so, okay, um, what was the first? You don't know the exact point that it that it came about, but what what were the first steps that you took to when you said, right, well, if we're doing this. Let's do it. Chuck it all in. Might brainstorm whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. What 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 we, are the steps you take? Ca- what I was think the, the first thing you did? The Camden Fringe was quite early on. Yeah. Because we knew like where can we? But even before that, it, oh, I mean, because you you need right. Even for so the oh, yes. Fringe, so you need a play. Yeah. You need a yeah. whatever. You need this that. So yeah. I'd spoken to Tom Pryor, Tom Hartwell, who's the playwright of our play. Yeah. Um, he was the year below me at Mount. Okay. And he's a great actor, and he he ended up just kind of writing a play called You Tweet My Face Space, which was open to critical acclaim like it did so well sell mm. out and then it got transferred to the Tristan Bates and he's doing his next plays on at the Hen and Chickens the end of this month like he's an active writer and I just loved I love his writing in general I think he's very good at writing um, rhythms for characters because you can get those playwrights who write yeah but every character sounds like the writer yeah. which yeah. I think it, I mean that's their voice and they're in, of course do it but I like watching plays and for me it sticks out when everyone's so different and yeah, he's good yeah. at that and he's used to doing kind of sitcom sketchy kind of plays and I just said to him I was like mate have you ever thought of maybe just doing a, a long narrative thread piece and he was like well yeah that sounds like an idea and we talked about stuff and then I spoke to Nathan I said there's this idea and um, Tom just went off he did a pantomime in Tunbury Wells which is this hidden away I don't know where is it. I don't know. Google, it's yeah. yeah. It's, I know. It's, Tunbridge Wells. Tunbridge Wells. That's Tumbridge the one. Wells. Yeah, Tunbridge yeah. Wells. So, yeah. And he went so, there and he, yeah. So anyway, he wrote the he wrote a first draft of a play. And whilst that's all going on, we're kind of coming up with the name. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like this is, this is so much pressure. Because I was looking up. Yeah, I looked at your website and everything. It's a great website. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Um, well, thank you. Do you do it yourself, or do you get someone to do it? No, we, 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 we did it. Yeah. yeah. So we use my. I have family connections. Um, <laughs> Italian mafia. Italian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I have connections <laughs> in web design. No. Right. In, um, in um, who they have their so basically cousins of mine. Um, they're brothers, and they one focuses on websites and one on graphic design. And um, I just we just went to them, didn't we? Met with Adrian and just said. Um, that was when we were looking at logos, weren't we? Mm. But they basically helped us with that. They kind of said, they suggested which website to kind of style to go for, whatever. And we just wanted something really clear, nothing too fiddly, something you can just scroll through. Yeah. We don't we don't want to keep tapping and whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, so essentially we were like, what? well, yeah, going back in time, what is the name of our... Yeah. Like, and we're yeah. so inspired by so many companies like that our friends have set up like you've got matchstick some guys yeah, from guilty yeah, falling yeah. pennies a group from mountview who are doing really well and you go these people that we've seen and we want to do that we kind of looked at them and all other theater companies and what stands yeah. out yeah, yeah yeah we came up with some shocking ones as well oh, God. we were messaging each other for ages like with like lists of like nathan at one point sent me one of like must have been about 40 
And he options. just one was sheepskin jacket. Because, yeah, because, because we were, I was wearing a sheepskin jacket. jacket at the time. So he was like, fuck it, I'll put that as an option. And we were like, no. <laughs> and I, I'm the one who's very much like, yes or no. So I was like, no, 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 no. But lovely ideas, mate. Cheers, <laughs> mate. Cheers. Really supportive. And then we had, really we, supportive. Came, we came through, for, so there was, it came down to two options, wasn't there? It was Caper Moon yeah. and Clear New Creatures. And we were like, nah, they're just not fucking getting there. Like we wanted this idea. And then we were like, because well, one was my idea and one was Nathan's yeah. idea. So we were like, why don't we just take a name of each and put yeah. it together? Yeah, yeah. And Paper Creatures. And then it just kind of went. Sounds good. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's a great name. The idea behind it being the paper being the scripts. Yeah. And the work. Yeah. The creatures being the characters that come from that. Yeah. And theatre being the place where we put them on. Absolutely. And it was actually like, the more you think about it, you go, do you know what? That's a. Good yeah, yeah, you can, kind of... you can give reasons to it. Yeah, you can. Like, completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, but it does make sense when you hear it because I read about that on your website and yeah. I was like, yeah, that makes total sense. It's a great, it's a great name. Yeah. Um, so it came to well branding done. and my cousin helped us, gave us, did some graphic design options and there were some really funky ideas that he gave, but then it turned out doing a bit of market research that probably something a bit just simpler would have yeah. done because there were some really funky ones but if you didn't know the company name you would have probably got a bit confused as to what the name was or mm. whatever and they're great designs that he gave us right, right, right. Um, but then we ended up going with our logo at the moment which is just as a new company we couldn't we were like we're not going to confu- we need to just get our name out there yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, it was about having something clear concise that people could see yeah and we've got what we've got now um, amazing but yeah it's so hard to I think that I think this, the, we, we were kind of given two two paths at the very beginning when we were like let's start a company yeah I think somebody said to us um, Elliot Elliot who's a teacher at Guildhall Trimpton yeah yeah, yeah. Trimpton he said you, you can go two ways you can either lead with have set up your company mm-hmm. and do all that kind of like uh, corporate stuff like um, making it a, a corporation right, right setting up you know all the kind of technical stuff mm-hmm. um or you can find an idea in a show and just commit to putting that on. Yeah. And and he gave us two examples of two people who had done that. Yeah. Um, one person, he didn't have a show or an idea. He just set up the company. Right. And he, and he went through all the kind of technical stuff and and he got it co- incorporated and he went to the bank. He set up the account and all that. Jesus. And then he created a platform for then ideas to, ideas to happen. Yeah. And then the, the, then the, on the other side, um, he gave uh, Matchstick Theatre. Yeah. Um, and there are two guys uh, who were in the year above me at Guildhall. And, and they were just sitting around one day and they went, you know, we're all actors living in this flat. Um, and I, I think one was a composer. Yeah. Let's just make shows together. Yeah. And they just started writing a show and then everything else kind of slotted into place for them. Yeah. I think that's kind of what that's kind of what we did. Yeah, we, we've done. We done, did so much research that. to the point where we just said we need to stop this now. Yeah. We, met with, we met with so many people in a yeah. good way, like to talk to like went to Elliot, went yeah. to my principal at Mountview, Stephen, met with um, Adam at Matchstick, yeah, met yeah, with, yeah. with all these people just to ask, kind of pick ask, their brains. And yeah. it got to a point where actually we were getting so bogged down with what everyone else was doing, yeah. and actually going, do you know what? We should just yes, we t- yeah. we've got what we think, need you, now. as long as you've got that that. that the the information that you know you need, or the, as long as you've done that research and it's there, it's like we're doing preparing for a play for a character for a play. Yeah. You, know, mm-hmm. you do the research is there, but then you're not thinking about it every second that you're in it. So 
get all that shit done, know it, and then yeah. do what you want to do. Go on. Yeah. We yeah. are going Crack to make on. mistakes. We made this very yeah, clear from the totally. go. We're going to fuck up at points, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, it's our first year. We're not going to totally, be. It's man. not going to be a gem of uh, everything's going to be perfect. We've already had some hurdles at the moment. Yeah, um, and I'd be interested go, to talk about that if you want to. Well, he's sitting on my right. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. And it's like financially as well going making that decision to put our own money into it, which some people would go, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. you can make a loss, but we're going, and then you talk to people who have done crowdfunding pages, and with crowdfunding, you go, that's amazing, but you've got to be careful how you use it, because if you keep asking people for money, you're going to piss people off. Oh, yeah. And actually, we went, we actually have, we've saved up, and we've, we're committed to this enough to put some money into this. Well, it gives you some uh, responsibility, and, and it gives you ownership, I guess, and, Mm real you know you've invested in it literally and yeah. you know mentally and mm-hmm. physically probably and all, all of the above yeah um so you came up with the name and you and then what what go on what's then uh what was the first hurdle give me a give me a first hurdle first hurdle not being able to power actors and pay our team or something that, that was, was a, a big moment yeah yeah so I we, imagine that's a big discussion yeah, in, in every I, new yeah. theatre company. I've always said that I will never do free work unless it's something I'm really passionate about or it's helping someone out that I want to help out. Yeah. With. And um, yeah, we made it. We just we came to the conclusion that we can't because yeah. we're putting our own money into this. However, we don't plan to do that in the future. Right. It's our first show. Yeah. yeah. Have a pit we kind of made. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's um, yeah. it's hard. I think that was, but what we've done, which I think is very nice, is that we've gone. Everyone involved in this production is on the same boat. Yeah, because we did at one point, and we were like, "Oh, we'll pay for a set designer." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But then, wait a minute, and then our director we got in the end, Georgie State, who's incredible, um, so good. ended up saying no because she just directed Dubai Land at the Finbra. Yeah, and um, I was having a chat with her after. She's like, "Yeah, you've got to be careful with stuff like that." Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go, Bleh. yeah. But that's something that we, yeah, we should have known. Like, of course you don't just well, pay no, one person; it's not fair on everyone else. And that was a big one, I think. But yeah. Everyone we got involved, we've made it very clear that for this first show. Listen, we've got a great venue. I think that's a nice oh, selling yeah. point. It's, it's a great. It's in the centre of the West End. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We can. There is there is incentives, and it's a great script. So, uh, what what came first, the script, the the venue, the what what script? The script. Yeah. So yeah. Tom wrote a first draft. Tom, yeah. Tom went away. Tom Tom uh, during his pants mind, he came uh, came up with an idea. Came up with like a first draft, mm-hmm. and then I think it was like late January. We uh, all got together. And um, and we did a read through. Yeah. Um, and that was a moment we we were kind of like, fantastic. This yeah. is great. Great first draft. Fen- Seriously, like, mm. ten times better than what I ever imagined it to be as a first draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we kind of sat around and like the people who were there, we kind of like chatted more and we gave some feedback. And he was like, great, cool. And what I love about Tom is that he's he's not a precious writer. Right. He, he's he's always actively looking to improve. Um, if if there's any improvement to be had yeah. and um and he, he takes it on board and he goes cool yeah yeah i'm gonna try it. i'll play around with that he went away uh so whilst we were doing more admin stuff and so yeah, like trying to find different applications all those things that, okay. was, that was a big thing cause yeah of course we spent ages on a laptop trying to sort the application out and right. make it sound amazing yeah um, but you don't know what it is yet yeah really like, oh, yeah, that must be tough idea. if you're yeah. going, yeah, you got a slight idea, but you you have to apply for these things in good time, right, and stuff. Yeah. Well, I think it was so. very helpful having Tom Hartwell, like, he'd done this before. Rising, he'd done it before, mm. and he kind of had a history, and I, it, it's, it's annoying to say, because 
you don't want it to be the case, but the fact that he'd had a lot of success with You Tweet My Face Space, mm-hmm. I think helped a lot in terms of just selling that to venues. Right, Because right. they go... It's funny, it's something that when you meet someone who's had experience before, um, you naturally go, okay, yeah, 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 I, I, I trust you. And it's annoying because as an actor, yeah. on the other side, I go... Yeah, sure. I might not have, you know, all the experience of like, you know, being on the West End or anything like that. But just give me that shot and I guarantee you I'll do my job well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's just funny to put on the different hats. To get into it. Yeah, you know, exactly. You go, oh, okay. I'm beginning to understand how production works and yeah, casting yeah. works and why people yeah. make some decisions. Yeah, like I guess that. there are reasons for those. Yeah. For those things that are annoying as an individual or an, you know an actor or whatever or yeah. a writer yeah. who hasn't had something on there but is very talented yeah um, yeah so but it's reassuring and I think what we were really big on uh, as we were putting the team together is that we really wanted to give as many people as possible that kind of you know uh, look in we wouldn't we didn't want to go to like the person necessarily who had been you know uh, doing a huge show after a huge show one we couldn't bloody afford it yeah yeah. but uh yeah we we kind of the excitement uh i find is bringing together all the creatives that's Um, been a fun process yeah and and being like this is the next generation amazing i I have huge respect for people like trevor nunn and um and like peter holden and all those like kind of guys who are at the prime of their game um and who have been doing it for years yeah, yeah. and they're experienced a huge admiration I think there's so much to learn from them but what I'm excited to do with this company is, and what I think we are as well is finding that next level of people the next platform and going like hey this is a are. new sound designer they're going to be brilliant this yeah, is a new yeah. actress who we've got recommendations to other people so yeah. that was the thing just... so when we were casting it we're in it and Tom's written himself a role in there and then we were like there's other characters so we all put names forward yeah. of people we thought yeah. um, and then we auditioned people and mm. it was it was just finding the right people for the roles really um, what's that like auditioning people I love casting I think, you do, I, I, you? I think I'm probably going to be a casting director at some point yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it because I go to the theatre so much to the point I'll probably go twice a week oh. if that yeah once twice a week at death always sometimes more which I never do actually. I, I'm dead by the end of that. But <laughs> it's, and I always go see shows and I go, do you know what? I know someone who'd be great in that role. Or it's just, and it's collating seeing actors on stage to go getting that catalogue going. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Who can sure. I pick out? But I wrote to a, I wrote to a girl for one of the roles to audition who I saw when I was in my third year at Mountview. I went, because our director directed a show at RADA, so I had to support her. Yeah, yeah. And she was just in that play and I just went, oh my God, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wrote to her. I yeah. Facebook messaged her like a weird stalker. I was like, yeah. hey, like I saw it, you a few yeah. years back in your show. Um, and, but it's just looking back and that's been great. And choosing a director was lovely, like putting all these names forward. And then eventually I did a scratch night with Georgie and she directed me. And I was like, this girl is, yeah. she knows what she's talking about. And then I did like a, it's funny. She goes, you basically interview. I went to go see Dubai land basically. And I yeah. said, do you want to go for dinner before? Um, and she, she was like, was it basically an informal interview? It yeah, like, yeah. actually wasn't. It genuinely wasn't. <laughs> I was just going to see her and it was nice to see her show and if we can get a dinner before, why not? And then after I saw Dubai Land, it was just like, well, she gets a lot out of her actors. And yeah, you can yeah. see that. And working with her as well for that brief scratch night, I was like, do you know what? I think she's someone to maybe consider. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a satisfying thing about the producer's role where you, it, it, it might not be 
the most creative thing, but there's something really fun about bringing together the all these other creatives and being yeah. like, actually, you as a lighting designer will like work really well with her as a director. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'll, you'll be great. And you create the team to create the play. Yeah, and there's something really satisfying. You mean like, cool. Yeah, like, it's like solving a great big puzzle. Like, right? yeah. Now yeah. fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. It's different. Not been a massive... And the thing is, it's been structured, this process, but not to the point of... Obviously, we have our deadlines and things that we need to meet and like, yeah. it's the Camden Fringe deadline this week so we have to make sure that everything's mm. good and perfect for that Yeah. Um, but it's been it feels like it's happened very fluidly mm. I hate the word organic but it's yeah, yeah. But it's that kind of it is that feeling that we've just been able to it's just happened yeah. it's so weird like we just happened to see each other a lot after tour and we're now co-founders of a company well it hasn't just happened like you've, yeah. you've, you've we've grafted you've grafted yeah, you've been yeah. working and, and mm. you know that's what you know, we should remember, and that's what people need to hear about. I think is that, you know, it's all very well having the idea, and and but it's a it's about even if it is meeting up for a glass of red wine and just jotting down some ideas and mm. writing bold or in, in what was the other one inspirational or whatever yeah, on a, on a piece of paper. Like you know, that is part of the graft, and um, I think sometimes it feels like there's a secret, like oh, this theatre company they've what is the work what is the actual work mm. they're doing which I guess is kind of what I'm doing here to you guys like what yeah. was the what was the first step where were the yeah. point you know um, and it was a love for theatre yeah I think and that's what it is it's when we went to the theatre together we seemed to have similar views on the work we saw and I think it's nice to obviously sometimes I disagree on things yeah, theatre wise sure, but yeah. never to a point of like we cannot run a company together yeah, yeah. there are you, some people you think we should have no <laughs> I think we should and it's yeah and some people you go I, lo- I admire their opinion but maybe we won't, wouldn't work well in that yeah. sense so right. it's good we've got a common ground and that was the thing we always said from the beginning there's no gimmick with us yeah, like, yeah. we yeah. don't want there's some great theatre companies i.e. the Lord Chamberlain's Men it's an all male troupe who travel yeah. around the country um, and that's great and it's an re- amazing selling point and people love it yeah. and the audiences would amazing mm-hmm. but um we want to lead with this idea that the story's enough yeah we you go to the theater to find something in yourself but that's enough the yeah. story should do enough to you totally and that's nice and i think we've hopefully we'll get to that point where yeah we're not we're not actually setting any gimmicks with this yeah, yeah. Going. it's a new piece of writing by an, a great emerging playwright yeah by a new company come and check it out yeah, yeah. and hopefully there'll be longevity in this company and Great, yeah, and, and so looking at your sort of—I uh, just can't remember what you call this. What's the uh, mission statement? Mission statement. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was a new art. London-based theatre company exploring the simple, compelling, and bold stories that hold up a mirror to the millennial generation. Oh, is that the bit I meant? But no, that's yeah, yeah. great. Um, <laughs> uh, was that not what you meant? No, I had another. There was another bit in my head. I thought that was it. Uh, okay, new writing. But basically, what I want to ask you is what. what what do you think is the importance of why not well we've kind of covered it I guess but just to go in a bit more detail maybe mm. what, why not do plays that have already been published What what is the importance for you guys when it comes to new writing and uh, and, and holding up a mirror that, to the millennial generation like mm. what, what is it about that that's, that's so important to you and, and also how then what's the next play going to, where are you going to find your yeah your... It is that, it's an age old thing isn't it write what you know yeah and I think for us it was all about the. I mean millennial is a technical term I mean for us we 
to the road with putting that in there but actually it's very important it's we're writing about a generation that we know about we've yeah, experienced yeah. It, and then hopefully that can get the truth out more for us so do you guys plan to always be involved in the writing process of the plays that you're putting on oh it's an interesting yeah, question inter- yeah it is i mean we're trying to think a lot more just about flood at the moment and yeah i mean hopefully we'll see how it goes but we could do more mm. things but it's just the thing about new writing is it's immediate it's it's yeah. about pre- it's now it's, it's now, happening yeah, yeah, now sure, yeah. and that there's never too many voices yeah there's never too many voices well, as far as I'm concerned you you see so many different things out there so many different stories and why should we have to just stick to the same ones there's always going to be relevance for the classics hence why they're called the classics And yeah, yeah. but wh- why not tell a story about a flooded village absolutely I totally agree yeah. I'm, yeah I'm just it's uh, that yeah, kind of yeah. yeah why we should always have that I'm so passionate about that now yeah I always used to think when I graduated all I did was classical and you go oh the classics yeah. actually when you go out there and my eyes were opened in the past like two years or so going <laughs> my god there's some amazing yeah. things at like the Young Vic and the Arcola and all these theatre spaces that you they're not West End yeah there's just some amazing voices out there like, yeah. you know and that, that need to be heard I guess and it's funny yeah because I, I fell in love with theatre through the classics first yeah of course yeah. I, I the Not first fun. kind of plays that I read were like Arthur Miller mm-hmm. um, Shakespeare Tennessee Williams a lot of like American classic like yeah, yeah. 20th century playwrights totally. and that, that to me was like that's theatre and it wasn't until moving here to the UK and uh, I think I think there will always be a place for uh, the quote unquote classics I think that they won't ever go away. No, of course not. I think there's a danger of new writing not being developed. Yeah. I think people will always write. I, so people will always be writing plays, but I think actually having a platform and a venue for those works to be published, and, you know, not to get too political, but, you know, in a, in a time where, you know, arts funds are the first things to go. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of uh, cuttings and stuff like that. And I think that there's a danger that we could skip an entire generation of playwrights yeah because we're too scared to take risks yeah of course, yeah big time and uh, like... Shakespeare will always sell yeah and 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 Cat on the Hot Tin Roof will always bring in audiences especially yeah. if you put a big name to it and that's great I can't I can't wait to go see that that play yeah um but I I don't know I, I think there was so as you just said like there was so many like young voices um at a time when it's hard to be heard amongst a lot of noise and yeah. clutter mm-hmm. and there's this thing as well which is happening so it, it I don't know are we developing but I feel like you've got Wojciech at the old Vic coming out John Boyega mm. and that's yeah. a new adaptation mm-hmm. so we've gone from classics right. to adaptations yeah, yeah. and then hopefully one day the old Vic will put on a new <laughs> play yeah. or and that'll be amazing to see to have it go mainstream because I mean when I first heard new writing I associated with pub theatres yeah, fringe, yeah. fringe yeah. theatres yeah, which yeah. is where we're starting at the moment totally. um, but it's kind of going Let's. We it's 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 working its way up. Yeah. We've got some amazing new playwrights at the moment who are, but it's adaptations which I'm finding a lot of now, and I'm going. Ah, oh, can we? Let's get a new story. Come on, we can yeah. get, and we will. I'm yeah. determined. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely. is that kind of thing of. It's working its way up, and there's some great theatres now that are taking risks and doing new plays. Yeah. Like the National now, they did Love, which was by far the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, um, did I see Love? Dorfman. Dorfman Theatre. So um, the temporary accommodation. It was in the shed, was it? No, no, no. Dorfman the Theatre. Oh, Jesus. The new, but yeah. yeah, it was... So my training was based a lot on improvisation. Um, we did, like, massive improvs yeah. through our class. And 
watching that just I think made me just go back to why I love acting so much mm. and the performances were phenomenal um, but yeah it's, it was essentially it was, all imp- it was all based on improv yeah. the script was developed through improv um, setting a temporary accommodation housing, looking at the housing crisis that we have now yeah. and who gets priority um, like, over it what a specific little window mm. of a topic to shine a light to yeah, yeah, yeah. and yet it was so moving and it, it, it illuminated a whole aspect of our culture that I didn't know about before yeah. and I think that's the exciting thing to be able to do with New Rising yeah exactly yeah. you actually get to you know you can have discussions through theatre. Yeah, you know, well, it's got a great discussion. I call, I, mean, I called him. He saw you saw it like two days before, and I saw it two yeah. days later. And um, and well, I, I called him straight after. I was like, "You have to see love." Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. we talked. We just chat on the phone about it for about thirty minutes, just mm-hmm. going like, "Oh, I can't believe that," and like that couple, and and you know, and <laughs> wanky actor chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you do it, and you just go, "Well, it. well, it's great, man." Yeah, I mean, if it's fueling you and and those are the things that in, are inspiring you then that's great and yeah. and hopefully you can do that for other people as well hopefully so what going on from that what what can you tell me a bit about flood can you talk about it at all or? yeah absolutely yeah. So tom's inspiration we should always i think we should start with this because so he went to Tum, tumbridge wells yeah, yeah yeah tumbridge wells for a he was on tour and we had the idea of a, an idea of a play we uh-huh. wanted to look at kind of grief within our within the mid-20s and how they deal with it and um he found out this village gets flooded all the time but yet the government don't do anything about it right. because it's deemed too small too insignificant to, to right. invest in proper flood control I mean the fire brigade come along and do what they can do but yeah. it's um, and he has this picture that was a, his laptop screensaver I don't know it might still be it of the graveyard there flooded oh, and then that came with the idea of the um, of the play um, you're so much better at describing the play than I am mate but that's, <laughs> that's how um Tom's idea kind of came about. Yeah. He, was like, yeah, yeah. he looked at this small village, and again, looking at like Friday Night Lights, I spoke to Tom about it, but talking about these small town places and mm. what why people leave there or stay there, and what are the reasons behind it. Yeah. So yeah. pretty much, what developed is um, uh, a story about uh, a group of friends uh, who go back to uh, the village that they came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a funeral, one of, one of the friends uh, who's continued living there in the fu- uh, living there in this small town, yeah. um, his mother's just died, and so they all come back for the funeral, uh, and the village is flooded the night before, and it just take goes over the events of the day, and then from that moment, uh, all those things that kind of get pushed under the surface um, start bubbling up, and a lot of like truths are revealed. Right. Um, in a mo- in a really high intense moment like mm. the day of a funeral yeah. I mean, it's an hour long play so it's like it's go 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 it is yeah. it's, no time and to... that's what we wanted we Love wanted yeah. quick snappy like the days it, events of a day yeah. but uh, I think what what's great is that it, it, it deals a lot with that nostalgia that happens and I think everybody knows that one person from their high school or from their hometown who's always just kind of like remained in the past yeah and they still like they live how they used to live when they were like 17 18 and when you see them or you do for like the first like hours or the first meeting or for the entire time you see them yeah you reminisce yeah you talk about like oh yeah do you remember that time oh yeah i wonder how like you know so-and-so is doing and and you've as a person like you've moved away to you know the capital and and you're coming back and and we were also really fascinated with what is that desire 
to to always move to away from yeah. your hometown. So people say I need to get out of my home. I need to yeah. get out. Get yeah, it's crazy. Why? I read not- something about it recently where it's like all the all the you know the people who uh, from these from small towns who are you know passionate, excited, create creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they all get up and leave. Yep. Yeah. And then the home, these towns are just left with the people who are not necessarily. Yeah. yeah. You know. Have, not that it's a bad thing, but they, yeah, yeah. the people who stay there are just doing their thing and these places don't necessarily change. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't, And the play itself doesn't lend to everyone should leave their hometowns yeah, or yeah. everyone should stay in their hometowns. Yeah, yeah. It just leaves things kind of a bit open, yeah. which is nice. You're not... And that's the thing. We never wanted to force a message down people's throat. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah, yeah. for us both, we both agree that there's nothing worse when you're at the theatre where someone's trying to shove something. Yeah. Both points yeah. need to be really equally... Um, given mm-hmm. and, yeah. and honoured, and that will create so much, of, so much of a better discussion afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, by doing that, yeah, that's the premise. Yeah, and, um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's people, it's secrets coming to light and suppressed truths, and and when you, but and it's, funerals it's, are funerals are a big time for heightened emotion. And yeah, totally. when people are in their most vulnerable state. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where yeah, it's like I yeah. I'm not going to get into my personal it's, family life, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I can't do that. But um, but funerals always kind of bring family members that you never see yeah, yeah. together, yeah. or these moments, and you go have a common bond with it, and it's so so weird. And, yeah. and that's something we wanted to look at as well. And there's a relation, there's a few relationships in there, mm. and and it's a great thing to do in London because I think a lot of people in London uh, come from a, a small town village like that. Yeah. And everybody knows everybody knows a story. I know coming from Perth, um, yeah. in Australia, yeah. I absolutely know like almost every <laughs> single person who's referen- who every single character in the play. Yeah, well, your description then of going back to these places in the first meeting is always just, or even the whole <sighs> time you're there is reminiscent. I've just come back from Devon yesterday, and I spent old times any time that I was with old friends it's just chatting about the the good old days and it's, and it's actually it's a lovely feeling oh my it god is. when you right. do you go oh it's it, it fills you with such great happiness I've, yeah. well. I've been lived in Perth for I think it's it's, it's about coming up eight years now wow um, and I haven't been back in almost four four five but I remember I had a, a mate from uh, from there who I was in high school we were like really good mates um, and he came over and he stayed a night um, crashed my sofa, and uh, and then we went to like you know went to a kind of a, a club, um, came back, and um, and we were just like sitting around my table like having some like you know fast food, yeah, yeah, just chilling, and and, and I was there like I hadn't had any like you know exposure to that world for ages, and I'm being like, oh, so you like still catching up with so and so, and you still there with him, and like you know. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I don't really know what they're up to. And, um, and I'd be like, oh, okay, well, what, what about them? Like, are you still, they still part of the gang? And he just said this one moment and he was just like, um, I don't know, people changed. Like, people just kind of moved on. I don't really see them much anymore. I have a different group of friends. Which he stayed. Well, yeah, I, well, yeah. everybody stayed, mm. but, you, you know, they the, just... You part out. You part happens. out and yeah, life yeah. happens. And I was cities like... cities are always career-driven people, aren't they? I'm the dude who like he's <laughs> trying to be like living the good old times and yeah, being yeah. Like, oh yeah remember that time with like <laughs> yeah, the amphitheater man. we all got pierced and had a paint party yeah. but it's like no no he was just like yeah no uh, I don't really see much of anyone anymore you know and I was like 
Yeah. Fuck yeah, no, it changes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Five, eight years, that's a long time. Yeah, people, a lot of people change a lot. Yeah. You know, so that's, I think that's a big theme in the play. And yeah, I suddenly see it. now your reference to, what's it called? Fright, uh, Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And it's, Port's part, it's a comedy drama. It is, so yeah, like, yeah. It's not, <laughs> it is it's, also hilarious. It's, Tom is such a great comic writer. Yeah. Like he, especially in my character, I think, yeah, he puts some, he paints him beautifully and there's some yeah. lovely light moments um, throughout the play. Really witty. Yeah. Yeah. But then moments of just, fuck, this is sad. Yeah, dude. But then it's 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 good. He he has a fantastic balance in the play. Amazing. Um, so yeah. Great. Um. Well, the I guess what what the only other thing to ask really is no. I've got two more things to ask. How are we doing time? Let me. Check. Rattling on. I know we've done nearly an hour. Amazing. Um, <laughs> it didn't feel like John. it. John. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Just so passionate. Italian man. Um, yeah. <laughs> what what sort of coming away from Paper Creatures in a way and just focusing back on yourselves for a minute mm. is um, how has this affected your acting? Is is acting that you're putting some, to one side for a minute or is it something you're still going to auditions, you're still mm. getting jobs, whatever, I, I'm not sure, but like mm -hmm. um, has, it, has it affected that in any way and, and or the way you think about it? And also as an actor, well, answer that first yeah well for me um like two parts of the question i think it it's uh made me change my thought process on casting mm -hmm. a lot because we saw many like a lot of like really great actors and actresses for the parts but it doesn't matter how good one might have been the other one might have just been right yeah and so it really helped me like actually going for auditions um, since then, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I, I got a recall for that and I didn't get the job, but then I find out who got it and I go, but that's the casting. Yeah, yeah. no, that totally makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. that's okay. I, I've done I've done my job. I showed up, I did the best I could, I worked on the audition and, and that's it. And then it comes down to them and it actually has nothing to do with you. It's a very impersonal thing. Yeah, yeah. It comes completely down to the producers and the directors and the writer mm. to go, they're right for this even though you could have done a good job on it yeah, yeah it sure. in their vision and but, that's really releasing for me yeah absolutely yeah i mean it must be that is it isn't it you see the other side of it you understand the industry a bit more and, yeah. and that's it's exciting to keep busy doing other things as well yeah I mean, totally. we're not just mm. actors in it we're, we're we're doing a lot of things we're producing we're, so and we've got joanna who's part of our marketing who's doing a fantastic job at the moment yeah. and but we're doing it as well we're we we run the Twitter accounts the Facebook accounts where we're taking on the marketing as well and, yeah, yeah. and it's exciting I mean I personally have um, I called my agent and I said only put me up for something if it's really right for me um, because I'm oh, without saying so how do I say this I'm I'm kind of done with taking jobs because I have to take them yeah, yeah sure. and I'm so over that now yeah. <laughs> and it's taken a few years out of drama school to make me just realise actually I want to be able to be happy in the work I do Yeah, man. and for me I just went it's not worth just doing a job because I have to. I think it's another acting credit. I'd rather be passionate about a job I do. And I went, do you know what? Paper Creatures at the moment is a big part of my life up mm -hmm. until August. So I will do my teaching that I do in the week mm -hmm. and then I will focus my energy into that and I'm going to be in the place where I'm still keeping creative as an actor. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a role that I really want to get my teeth into. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah I have just been very open with them and they've been amazing with yeah. it. they've just gone no completely fair and I've said this is a great opportunity for casting directors to come and see me Yeah. and Stephen Jameson principal of Mountview when we met up with him just for a bit of advice really he said he did say to us didn't he, he went so what is the deal with you two then is, is it going to yeah, be a yeah. and he made us think a lot about it basically the question you just asked right. of what if one of you gets an acting job yeah but, but we both said once the venue was confirmed once um, that was all done we go blocked that's it, our it is an that's what we're doing job. yeah it is exactly big, big time exactly. Um, and that's our that's our focus yeah and if acting jobs come in between then fine I did a corporate job in between nice mm. well paid if it works if and it if fits. it fits in there I'm yeah. going to do it um, but yeah no I'm very much um, if a job comes through that I'm not passionate about don't particularly want to do it I've got that's how it should be anyway yeah. really yeah. and that's the thing we fall into a lot of, I think actors just feel we have this need to feel grateful all the time mm-hmm. mm. um, and actually if it's not making you happy don't do it yeah yeah totally like, if, you, if you're not a fan of uh, doing tours yeah. why should you have to do that totally. you, you can find other work and it's such an exciting it's exciting to find work that excites you yeah. and that's why these new companies and being inspired by so many of them putting on their own work you go yeah, that's it that's the exciting thing yeah man being in control a little having that little bit of control actually is yeah, lovely yeah. to be like I, I'm in control of my career well it's something that we so rarely have if, as actors if you are you know if it's if you if acting is the, the own which I don't think is much for loads of people anymore but if acting is the only thing you have I mean being an actor mm. The you have very little control. Mm-hmm. You go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you need to keep. You need to keep. It seems yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I don't. So know. So many actors it's... came into Mountview and spoke to us about things. And they always used to say, "Have other hobbies." Yeah. yeah. Because if you're just waiting around for a phone to ring, or and I mean, it's an age. I'm sure not many people do do that. You've got to be proactive. Yeah. But setting up a company, man, it's yeah, it's great. And and are you guys rehearsing already? No. Not yet. Not so yet. we did an R and D week a few weeks back, um, which was so beneficial. My yeah. God, some things, some major things changed in the play. Um, Shifted the whole thing yeah. up a gear. Great. I felt so. Now it's essentially us lining up. I keep saying this, lining up the ducks, so yeah. that when rehearsals come in end of July, running into the show, we can purely focus on acting. Yeah. And we just have to worry a little bit about reviews, tweeting, and comps, whatever. yeah, 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 yeah. tweeting and Facebooking and all that. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've got a bit of a gap now, but it's doesn't mean the work stops the work actually kind of gets a little bit more yeah. intense because we need to we need to learn the lines we need to unit the text we yeah. need to do all these because we're yeah we're, we're working off a, we said to our cast we're going to do a two week rehearsal right? and we'd like their days free preferably and it just so happened that everyone in the cast could do that which Amazing. is great That's so we're great. actually going to and it's nice for us to feel like as producers the company coming in feel like they're a professional company yeah, totally. I know we're not paying them <laughs> but um, it's still that feeling like when yeah. we did the read-throughs when we did the R&D week Obviously, if someone has an audition, of course, go to it. Where, who are we to say no? Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Of course, it's your career. But um, it's been, we've been very fortunate that our creative team are very open to that. Yeah. And want to, they're so up for feeling professional about it. And they yeah. have that time free for us. So, yeah, we shall see. Amazing. And and what, where do you think, so you said that, that so far, Paper Creatures goes up to August. Hmm. Right. What do you see after that? What do you see after that, Nathan? Well, I I see... This will be the first I've heard of this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see kind of really delving in and and, um, and getting more uh, new writing off the ground. Yeah. I think uh, we, we said on our website, and we can say now, like a call out to writers, creators from all walks of life, just get in touch with us because we yeah. want to 
find as many people mm. as possible to work with, to put in work, to reference. Yeah. We just want to create a community of people in our generation yeah, yeah. Um, in order to, you know, make work together. Yeah. yeah. And I, so it would be, uh, you know, finding, finding the next play to uh, put on. Yeah, and uh, and next venue and the next thing and everything like that, and it makes you so much more alert. Yeah, of what's going on. I in love the meet- circuit. I love meeting people now because I mean I loved meeting people before, <laughs> but like, I love them so much like in our industry because now I can I I guess like I'm not, I don't want to sound at all pretentious like oh I'm in a position of no, power or anything at all, but I I love going. I, I met an actress last night. Yeah, and um, at the Fimbra Fimbra Arms, mm-hmm. and I was like. God, you you you've got a really great energy, like, and I exchanged contact information with her because um, I, I thought you know it would be great to be in touch because yeah. maybe there might be something in the future. Absolutely, um, and even on a kind of annoying level, like I I, don't, I went to a press night last night of a show, and um, and I felt a little like lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, partly because it wasn't anything to do with me my girlfriend's in a play but she got a job so she this week so she couldn't make it to the play yeah um to to the press of a at the theater she will be doing her play at right next right, month yeah. or whatever um and so i went to that and it was like big, it was at hampstead theater and it was big big old fucking shindig um and the if you are going to be in that environment and try and make the most of it as much as i fucking hate it uh not, I don't everyone hate hates it as well. You always see the only one. Thing. Yeah, everyone talk, of course. We so glad you're saying it yeah. because. But then, <laughs> yeah. at least you have something. It, it's it's a way in. Yeah. To yeah. a conversation. Of course it is. Yeah. It's a way. It's, it's that simple. I love nothing more saying. than receiving a new play because I get to read it. I don't sleep. I'm an insomniac, so I, I <laughs> basically, yeah, mate. Are I, you? I, yeah. Well, no, I do sleep. I get like five hours. But like, I oh stay up God. so much, and I love just at night time just reading a good. Well, some of them are not so great sometimes, but just to read a new play. Yeah, what's out there? Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, like we say, so actors, directors, writers, stage uh, stage managers, sound lighting designers, get in touch with us because Please. we we Sorry. never know where it's going to lead us, and there could be one play that arrives, and we go, "That's the one." And and uh, also like a friend of ours who are doing another theatre company, doing another play, mm-hmm. we can go like actually. Um, we just had somebody got in touch with us. They seem really great. We'll put you forward. It's creating that mm-hmm. we don't. We as artists, we don't have to feel isolated mm-hmm. in our own world and our own cocoon. And I think sometimes when you're sitting on a couch um, waiting for the phone to ring, I know I get that feeling. I mm-hmm. go like, oh, you know, I feel like I'm on my own, and everybody else is doing the networking and being together. But I think that's what I want to. I think we want to shatter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. shatter that glass and be like everybody. Like, let's get in touch. Let's let's start working together, make things together. Yeah. Um, you should. Uh, do you you know the Papa Tango guys? Yes. Yeah, you should. Mm. Like, yeah, they got the writers' prize and yeah, things like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah yes. A friend of mine applied for that, and yeah, yeah it's it's a, it's a great it's way a great of getting company. the new work as well. And we and, looked at them for logos. Oh yeah. <laughs> we were like, what's a good logo? Oh, Papa Tango. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah they're the great. Orange. It's just great. It's like yeah. Great logo. Um, okay, so where's I mean we've said it, but just to clarify, where's the play on the technical stuff? Okay, it is it? on. Be clear now, don't say. <laughs> <laughs> it is on the no, no, it's on the it's at the Tristan Bates Theatre. Yes, uh, as part of the Camden Fringe. Seven from, Dials, right? Is, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of right, Leicester Square Tube Station or Common Garden, mm-hmm. yeah, or Common Garden, uh, from the thirty first of July to the fifth of August, 
at 7.45pm. Awesome. Yeah. And is it every night? For, uh, yeah. Six, yes. Six shows every yeah. single one of those nights. And uh, tickets go on sale uh, at the end of this month. So, uh, yeah, we'll do, an, we'll do a big announcement. Follow us on you know, the social media. So Twitter is at paper underscore creatures and Facebook. Did I say Twitter? Yeah, you I did. I did, right, good. Um, <laughs> and then Facebook uh, at Paper Creatures Theatre. Yeah. Give us a follow. We've got Instagram as well, at paper underscore creatures. Great. Just, well, that's a great way and to hear what we're doing. Tickets, I guess, will be from Tristan Bates' website yes. and your website, or there'll be a link? No, or something. we'll, we'll Just, put the links up on our website, yeah, but sure. it'll be the Tristan Bates uh, website or phone number right. uh, to get those, yeah. To see Flood. Yeah. By Tom Hardwell. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get Perfect. that play <laughs> um, um, oh, A little shout out as well to yeah. um, Janine Hipkins, who did our artwork. Oh, yeah. Um, Check out the art. It's, she hand drew that, and it's yeah, a fantastic uh, image. And, and uh, contact her if you want illustrations, because she's honestly. Great. Totally. Yeah, I might do it myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's so www.papercreatures.net is the website. Yep. Um, thank you so much for coming and coming out to Chiswick. Like, so it can be a mission. I don't know where you came. From. Oh, oh, you came from Tristan Bates. It's like a little well, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lovely area. I mean, this you've done well. It's so, yeah. so sunny. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Honestly, Mate, no, no and really... keep doing what you. Do. I absolutely love what you're doing with this. So oh, cheers, man. It's awesome. Keep cracking on. Thank it's great. you very much. Woo. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was Nathan Coonan and John Totsi talking to me about their brand new theatre company, Paper Creatures Theatre. Super inspiring. They thought they they would they were on tour. They were spending a lot of time together. They were talking about theatre. They were talking about storytelling. They watched a series that they thought that they have recommended and um, that we talked about in the podcast. And they want to tell stories. And they want to tell stories for our generation. And they want to tell stories about our generation for our generation and anyone else to I guess they they felt like we maybe are misrepresented in a certain way and it's all just about our phones and our you know social media and and all that kind of shit that we we do do um in this generation this millennial thing whatever they whatever you want to call it and so they've got a group of talented people together actors writers directors creatives of all kinds they're producing and putting on a show it's it all it takes is someone to say let's do this and for the commitment to then come from those people um like these guys are showing currently i'm sure you know the way they were talking about it's so passionate that i'm sure you're going to see and hear about paper creatures theater a, a, a lot more from this point onwards um, so I feel privileged to have been able to speak to them today. As John said at the end, you can find their website at www.papercreatures.net and there you can find the links to their Twitter, Instagram and Facebook feeds. Um, John did mention them at the end there. They, you can also go and support them with their first show at the Tristan Bates Theatre during the Camden Fringe Festival, which is Flood, a new play by Tom Hartwell, which is an hour long from the 31st of July to the 5th of August, every night, 7.45, and you can get tickets on the Tristan Bates website, which is www.tristanbatestheatre.co.uk. So be sure to go down and check these guys out. I'll be there for one of the performances. Um, and yeah, I, I really look forward to seeing where these guys go and, and uh, what they do with Paper Creatures. And, you know, I, I, I wish them all the luck in the world. I'd like to thank them again for coming in. I'd like to thank you all again for listening. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I see these little downloads and I go, woohoo! 
and feel good. So please keep doing that because it's releasing them good dopamine things in my head. So until next time, ladies and gents, have a wonderful week and I'll see you next Wednesday. Big love. Thanks once again for listening. I love you all. Goodbye. Ah, ciao. It was a light, gay and easy, whatever may come. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Mm-hmm.